Hey everybody, thank you so much for tuning in to this broadcast. I hope you're having a blessed Thursday. Is today Thursday? It's Thursday. Um, so I'm going to talk to you about a bunch of different things on this broadcast and then we're going to open it up for questions uh, as people are starting to get on here. Uh, we will have a question and answer time towards the end of the broadcast. Uh, but let's just wait a couple seconds here while some people get on. And uh, hallelujah. All right. Well, thank you for tuning in. Um, I'm just going to go ahead and start here. And then I know people will continue to come on. And again, if you have a question, go ahead and put it in the comments. And we'd love to answer as many as we can on this question and answer broadcast. But at first, I'm going to talk about a couple things. So uh, mentioned on Facebook yesterday about the exemption for, you know, and uh, we had more people than you could ever imagine that reached out um, in the tune of hundreds and hundreds of people. Um, so I've been trying to answer those emails today, but I, I have to tell you, um, you know, sometimes um, people don't think about, you know, what it's like on our side of, of things. So let me just kind of explain, you know, there's, there's probably only a handful of pastors, I hate to say this, um, and I say this very humbly, but the, you, know, you guys know this is the truth, a handful of pastors in the entire United States that are as outspoken as we are at this ministry. Um, and you probably know them, uh, a lot of them are my friends. Um, and when you're outspoken, what that does is it puts a target on your back. And so uh, over the last couple of years, we've been targeted as the Lord has expanded the territory, we've been targeted more and more. And the good news is the Lord is with us. He's got us through each and every challenge. Um, you know, they, I was just having lunch with somebody and a good friend, and we were kind of talking about this. But, you know, the, the, the challenge, I've learned so much in the last couple of years. You know, um, when I went from, you know, having a church for 17 years out there in California to having more of a national ministry and uh, you know, being evangelist, being out there, you know, uh, I've learned a lot in the last couple of years because we've dealt with things that we hadn't dealt with uh, on the local level for many years. So uh, just different things, legal, legal things. Um, you know, we've, we've learned different ways that the election, uh, the election, I'm reading, sorry, I'm reading your comments, that the, uh, the government can go, can go after people like me. Uh, they're very creative. Um, and so when you're somebody who puts themselves out there, there's different ways creatively that they target outspoken people. This current administration doesn't particularly like people like myself. And so they have uh, done similar things, even on, I think, a grander scale than what was going on during the Obama years uh, to weaponize some of these, uh, you know, government agencies and whatnot. So we navigate through a minefield uh, each and every day, we navigate through a minefield. So I apologize if I now I'm much more cautious in certain areas, like with the exemption and things like that. We want to accommodate all the hundreds of people that have reached out. Uh, but I will be emailing those that have reached out back with some information. What I encourage you to do is look over all the information. And remember, I'm, I'm just a pastor. I'm not a legal counsel. I can't give you any type of legal counsel. I can't, you know, all that stuff is... is beyond uh, my expertise. We're not, we're not giving any type of legal advice. And so, uh, you know, just need to, need to put that all out there. I wish you didn't have to, but that's the world that we're in today, right? So anyway, I'm gonna answer some questions. Uh, so go ahead and put your questions in on the, uh, you know, in the comments below, and I'd love to ask, answer any questions that you may have. Uh, while I uh, allow some more questions to be put into the, um, the comments, I will tell you there's some developing things here in the United States. So. Uh, President Biden, or Biden as I like to call him, uh, is going to be making some additional announcements with regard to uh, certain things that they're going to be probably doing here in the United States when it comes to unvaccinated people. Um, so we're, we're going to be watching and seeing what the administration brings forth. I've talked about uh, recently some of the things that they floated, uh, some certain travel restrictions that have been floated, um, you know, other, other things that they're trying to push through. Uh, I, I believe they're trying to do it incrementally so that it doesn't uh, spark a lot of outrage and backlash. But I can tell you, as I speak with the folks, as we go to different places, people of all walks of life are very weary and tired of the government restrictions of the mask mandates. They're very, very upset about uh, some of the things with the V 
that are going on uh, with people's jobs and a lot of these corporations and uh, even the federal government is, is, you know, causing this to be a mandate now if you're an enlisted person in the military, if you work, as, you know, a federal job. And uh, to my knowledge in speaking with some of the human rights attorneys and the people that are more uh, in depth, they have a more understanding background when it comes to our rights, human rights attorneys, they're, they're telling me that, you know, there's still uh, law in our country that, that allows for religious exemptions. So, uh, but I can see that there's not a lot of people that are giving out religious exemptions. And uh, what you have to do really is you have to, you have to write the letter. And, and if you want a letter from a pastor, that's really accompanying. So that's not, you can't give the pastor's letter as your letter. The pastor's letter is an accompaniment to kind of solidify, if that makes sense, your beliefs. So in other words, they're just affirming and saying from a, you know, a Christian standpoint what you're also saying in your letter. So there's example letters, and we put all this stuff up on remnant.news. So if you go to remnant.news and you look on there today, you're going to see a couple of new things that we've put up there. Remnant.news. Very simple. That's the web address. That's the URL. Remnant.news. If you go to that site, you're going to see a bunch of new stuff that we put up to help you to guide you through this process from a religious exemption standpoint. So it's going to give you all the tools that you need. Uh, and we've, we've utilized all of our resources and friendships and people that we know to put together this information for you. And that way you can see what you're able to do and how you, uh, you know, how you push back against some of these things. But, you know, we have to be careful because we're not legal counsel and we're not giving you any type of legal advice. Um, so, you know, I know there's a lot of questions and I'm going to actually provide some resources that are not affiliated with us, but are friends of the ministry of people that are willing to give you legal counsel. Of course, you can go to lc.org, which is libertycouncil.org. You can go to pacificjustice.org. My friend Brad Dacus, I've known Brad for a while, pacificjustice.org. Um, and I'm going to give you a couple of additional links where you can get everything that you need. Uh, because I know, I mean, obviously from the response, there's been hundreds and hundreds of people that have reached out, probably in the tune of thousands, to be quite honest. And we've been going through as many of the emails as we can today. And I want to make myself available uh, in, in the way that I, I want to help, especially if you're in this remnant community, if you consider me your pastor or this your church, I want to make sure I'm available to you. Now, when I say that, it's hard because there's so many people that want to communicate and talk. And so I'm doing my best with the resources that we have to get back to as many people, but we've been very, very busy, friends, very busy. Um, these last couple of weeks, it's been busier. I've worked harder probably than I've worked my entire life, and I've had some pretty hard jobs, but we are working very long hours. Uh, I, I consider it drinking from a fire hose because we're trying to help as many people as we can, and so please have grace with us as well, and please pray for us. Uh, we need your prayers. We need your financial support. Um, we're doing the best that we can. As I mentioned in the earlier part of the video, uh, what I've found in this is there's, there's very few pastors uh, that are really helping in this area. And of course, that's, that's concerning. I wish there was more. I know there are some that are doing a great work out there and helping and, and God bless those ministries and those pastors. But I will tell you, there's also a lacking of, of, of people in this area that are willing to stand and to help people like you that may need help. And so please just have some mercy and grace on us. We are doing our very best. Like I said, we're working so hard. We're doing everything that we can, but just please know uh, I'm doing my best over here. So with that, let me answer some questions. Uh, hey, Sherry, good to see you. Uh, so great. Yeah, thank you for, for tuning in. I appreciate that. And uh, let's see, Brenda, good to see you. Uh, Julie, you said, is it true about Arizona confirming election fraud? So to my knowledge, uh, Julie, we've had some friends that have been involved in Arizona pretty closely. And from what I've heard from the people that we know that have been involved with the forensic audit and people around the Arizona team is that there have been pretty substantial things found. Now, what I've learned recently is to, you know, I, I, I'm putting my faith and trust in God. You know, we're, we're praying, we're fasting. We're believing the Lord is going to intervene. We just got off of the Psalm 64 fast, where in that Psalm 64 decree, it actually says the Lord is going to shoot them down. You know, it's, it's uh, suddenly with an arrow. I mean, that's what we're believing is that God is going to move on our behalf, that he responds to the prayers of the righteous. 
and we've been praying and doing everything that the Word of God tells us to do. Uh, but I've shared recently, I feel like we're at this moment of decision as a nation, but especially as a church, uh, where we're at this crossroads, this pivotal crossroads period. And I believe that it's an if my people moment, meaning that, you know, we have a decision to make. Are we going to repent? Are we going to do what Joel 2 says? Are we going to do what Second Chronicles 7.14 says? So that's really, you know, in the fast, as I was getting revelation from the Lord, from the Holy Spirit, I felt that's what the Lord was saying was, is that, you know, this, this really came out of the fast is that he's looking for his church to, you know, to really answer this call in this time period. It's an if my people moment. So, you know, while we're watching very closely what's happening in Arizona, while we're listening to people that are out there, you know, uh, I think of some names like Mike Lindell, General Flynn, other people that are really out there talking about many of these things. We're putting our faith and trust in the Lord and we're asking the Lord as a body of Christ, Lord, what do you want of us? What is our action? How can we best please you? How can we uh, use the tools in accordance to the word of God? Because we know that the battle is not against flesh and blood, but it's against strongholds and principalities. And so that's what we're doing is we're saying, Lord, let, how can we best utilize the tools that you've given us? This is a spiritual battle. We need to win it in the spirit. We need to win it in the secret place. And so that is what we're understanding. So, um, you know, I hope that answers that question. But yes, it, it is true to my knowledge, to answer your question, um, how that, that they've found some election fraud. Um, Leah, you said, you look weary. <laughs> how can we pray for you? Well, thank you for that question. I am very tired. I would love to have a couple of days off. Um, like I said, we're working. Last night, I started feeling a little bit fatigued. Uh, it's hard for me because I see so many people in need right now. And, uh, you know, this is a defining moment for our nation, for our world. For so many saints of God that are going through it, I, I hear, you know, I get letters from people every day. I've worked with this company for 15 years. I've worked with this company for 20 years and I've, I've been a great employee and I've never had a problem. And now my job is on the line. We're hearing this story over and over again from teachers, from nurses, from people in the military. And so it's hard for me because I care about you guys. It's hard for me to rest when I know, you know, it's just like what happened in Afghanistan. You know, that was kind of dropped in our lap. Uh, you know, and we found that we could actually be effective and help in some aspects and connecting people. And, uh, you know, and so the Lord used that situation. So, you know, I canceled my speaking engagement that I had that week. And we just focused directly on trying to help as many people as we could get connected to people on the ground and, and get out. And as a result, there were several hundred people that we were able to help. So the Lord used that. So, you know, it's kind of how we feel right now is, you know, there's so many people in need of exemptions. There's so many people that are having dire situations with their jobs. And, and so we just, we find it very hard for us to, to just, you know, go rest when we, when we have it, but I do need to rest. I do need to rest. So thank you for praying for me. Um, let's see, Sherry, you said, if I lived in Nashville, I would come and help on my days off. Oh, that's so kind of you, Sherry. Thank you. I mean, your prayers are just huge. Thank you so much for your prayers. Um, hey, Elaine, you said, Pastor Todd, do we know what happened to the busloads of women that were refused to entry the airport? Yeah, it's a horrible story. And um, I'll tell you, some of the things that we've heard out of Afghanistan are so horrible that it's almost like you just don't even want to repeat, repeat the stories. You know, those people, to my knowledge, you know, were taken away and, and that's it. I mean, uh, they're in the Taliban's hands now. And unless there's a miracle of the Lord, uh, many of those people are, you know, it's the worst case scenario, friends. I hate to tell you that. Um, you know, we warned uh, before, you know, Biden was, was put into office, you know, some of the consequences that we saw that would come out of having an administration like this. And, you know, uh, we're seeing some of the worst case scenarios play out before our eyes. And that's why we fought so hard, not only for election integrity, uh, but for what happened in 2020. We've been one of the people that have been on the forefront. We've also been praying and fasting and interceding and calling upon the name of the Lord. You know, sorry, I'm just going to turn this down here um, because, you know, we knew that some of these things could be the, the results and they are. And now we're watching these things play out. So all I can say is, you know, there's many very egregious stories that we're hearing coming out of Afghanistan. Some of them are just beyond the pale and um, they're the worst case scenario. And I wish we could do more. Um, obviously, we can pray for a miracle. Um, I know there's still some operators on the ground there. There's still some people that are ex-special forces and some real patriots that are doing their best to, to evac the people that are still there. 
Um, but you know, uh, there's not much I can do at this point. We, you know, our people kind of went dark and, um, you know, there, there's still people that reach out and I wish I could do more, but we're definitely praying We're fasting. Uh, but it's a dire situation. And, uh, there's Americans that are, that are literally in a hostage scenario right now in Afghanistan. There's people that their lives are either in grave danger or, uh, you know, it's even a worse case than that. So, very, very upsetting, very troubling, and one of the reasons why I haven't been sleeping much. Uh, but let's continue to pray, and thank you for asking that question. Thank you so much. Um, Karen, you said prayers uh, being sent for everyone that speaks for truth. Hey, Ontario in the house. Awesome. We're praying for Canada. Um, it's very upsetting to see some of the things that are happening in our neighbor to the north. Um, you know, I know there's an election that's coming. I pray that every single Christian gets out, votes. Uh, you know, we don't know how it's going to turn out. We know there's fraud up there, just like there's fraud here. Uh, but we're praying the best case scenario. And I pray that everybody that can vote does. You wake up your family members, your friends. Uh, we're definitely praying for Canada. We, we have a, bur a burden for Canada. And thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you very much. Uh, Matthew, my friend, you said uh, there are other exemption letters we can utilize depending on the situation. That's true. Uh, not only is there a medical uh, exemption. Uh, there's a religious exemption. There's other different ones that you can do. Um, I'm going to put the resources for that. Great question, Matthew, on remnant.news this afternoon. So tune into remnant.news. It's a website. It's that's the URL remnant.news. You tune in, you, you know, you go onto that website and you're going to see a bunch of the articles on the very top of the page. They're going to talk about your rights, what you can do, uh, religious exemptions, all that information is going to be laid out on that website. So it's a very important resource for you. Utilize it, read it. There's a process, um, you know, and there's a way that you can get through some of these mandates that these uh, employers are, are, are offering. So uh, Blake, you asked about Maricopa County. That is um, something that I know uh, is going to be coming out. And I think that's one of the reasons why we're seeing a lot of what we're seeing because they're, they're sucking the air out of the news cycle. Uh, they don't want that information to come out. There's probably going to be mass censorship in social media. Um, you know, there's been certain things that I don't talk about publicly that they're setting into place, you know, payment systems like PayPal and others. I mean, they, they're making it very hard for people like myself that are outspoken because they want to put maximum pressure. So we have to walk through that minefield Thank you for your prayers. Um, you can go to toddcoconado.com slash give if you want to help us, toddcoconado.com slash give. But um, yes, that information is going to be coming out and we've built these alternative platforms like the app, toddcoconado.com slash app, where you can read information, uh, remnant.news, toddcoconado.com. You know, there's different ways that you can find out the information because of the censorship on social media. So we are going to continue to report on all these different things. And uh, definitely Arizona, so stay tuned. Um, hey, Charles, you said, I would love to sit and have a private conversation on what this V is really about, in my opinion. Yeah, I mean, honestly, Charles, we're probably on the same page. Um, you know, looking to the Great Reset, uh, looking at Klaus Schwab, looking at UN Agenda 2030, they've been talking about this stuff for a long time. There's a, another um, Operation Lockstep. Um, you know, look into some of these things. I can't speak about them publicly because what happens is they take down my accounts. You know, they silence me, they censor me. So we have to be strategic in how we put out information. That's why I say you can go to remnant.news or tycoonow.com or download the app. Uh, but, you know, we're, we're, we're aware of many of these things. I'm sure you and I would definitely be on the same page. This is an agenda. Uh, it's a very wicked agenda. And I'm not saying that there's no, you know, sickness or things like that, but I am saying that there's a lot of other things behind this. So uh, Matthew said, Ma uh, Frontline Doctors has legal wing for those that need legal representation. That's true. Uh, very, very good resource. Those are some great people and they'll give you some great information. Very, very true. Uh, Lisa, you said, some of my friends don't think politics should be mixed with religion. Where in the Bible? What? Well, so every prophet that pretty much spoke in the Old Testament was speaking to things that we would consider politics. Um, you know, I believe that God wants us to occupy until he comes. And um, that means that we speak on all moral social issues that because they relate to the word of God. You know, if some people would consider abortion a, po a political issue. How is abortion a political issue? We're standing for the right to live of this baby. You know, it's not a political issue. That's about standing for life. You know, when you talk about some of these other things, you know, marriage and some of these things, these aren't political issues. 
And by the way, uh, you know, the, there's, a, there's a, you know, something said the separation of church and state. Separation of church and state. You hear that thrown around a lot. Well, there's nothing in the Constitution that talks about separation of church and state. I would uh, task you to try to find it in the Constitution because it's not there. What that was was a letter to the Danbury Baptist Church. And that was a letter uh, from uh, Jackson that was basically, he was saying, look, we're going to stay out of the, of the church's business, not for the church to stay out of government. Uh, even the founders of this nation were very vocal about their faith. They prayed openly. They spoke the scriptures. They spoke the word of God. So this has been something that the socialists and those that, that want to change our country and usurp our constitution, they've tried to engrave this into the DNA, embed this into our culture, our teaching, our schools, our colleges, this whole separation of church and state. But if you look at the origins of separation of church and state, it's not found in our constitution. It was a letter to the Danbury Baptist Church, and it was saying that they would stay out of the church's business. So there's been a lot of misinformation about this, unfortunately. But listen, if we don't speak to these matters, we're going to be living in a communist country. You know, if we don't, if, if more pastors don't get bold and vocal and start speaking to all these matters, see, we got into a, a really bad uh, habit here where we just, you know, started just talking about seeker-friendly type messages and we didn't preach about the blood of Jesus, the cross of Calvary, repentance, and talk about these moral issues that are biblical issues. Uh, people were concerned because of the 501c3 status. They were concerned by all different, you know, things that they were going to be targeted. And it's, it's understandable because when you are an outspoken pastor, you do get targeted. And that's why I need your prayers and I need your support because uh, we are in a major, major battle. And that's why I probably look tired. It's a major battle for the future of this country. And I know many of you have the same heart, but some of you are in a job position or certain things where you can't necessarily be vocal like myself and that's understandable. I, I've worked for corporations and I know how HR is watching people now and they're looking at your social media. And so you got to be wise and speak when the Lord tells you, but you know, you got to be wise. So that's why there's people like me, thank God, right? That are, then there's, I'm not by far not the only one, but again, there's not a lot. And so pray for people like us that are on the front line in this battle. And, uh, and also, you know, when you help support us, we're able to do more. So um, that, you know, but that, your prayers are huge. So thank you guys. Um, but it's, it's not, to me, it's not politics. It's, it's about, you know, our children, what are they being taught in schools? You know, what are they, what are they, uh, you know, what kind of curriculum, all these things affect our culture, our families, the laws of the land. So it's not politics. It's about freedom. You know, it's about, it's about our freedoms, our rights. We're seeing our rights being taken away. We're seeing them target our freedoms and, and they continue to chip away at the Constitution. And so this is a battle. It's not a, po a political battle. It's a battle of light versus darkness. And we're seeing it play out not just here in the States. I mean, look at Australia. Look at Israel. Look at the UK. Look at France. Look at Germany. Look at, uh, you know, New Zealand. Look at Canada. You know, it's, our, it's, it's the entire Western world right now is being challenged. This is a global thing. And it's a spiritual thing. And that's why we're talking about spending time in the secret place, building yourself up, you know, so that you can withstand the, the fiery darts of the enemy, you know, that we have the shield of faith, the breastplate of righteousness, the sword of the spirit, that we're staying filled up, that we're not growing weary and doing good. And, and we believe that although it's important to be active socially and to be out there and to be attending the school board meetings and attending the community meetings and all that stuff, that's very important. We encourage that you know, to get out there and to be a voice and to fight. But the big battle is actually being won in the secret place. The, the battle is a battle between light versus darkness. And the Lord has given us the tools in the word of God so that we can understand how to not only fight this battle, but to win and to not grow weary in doing good. Amen. Bless you guys. Bless you. Thank you. Um, anything they try to put in place is far too much. I agree, Brenda. Uh, Blake, you said Maricopa County. I'm desperate for answers. Yeah, I mean, it's, you know, we're all waiting on this. And I know in this community of truth seekers and people that are, you know, we know what happened. We've all watched. We've all observed this last year. We're very grieved by some of the things that have happened. We know, you know, all these different things about 2020. And, and, and it's very easy to get impatient. It's very easy to grow tired and to get depressed about it. But we've got to keep standing. We've got to keep holding the line. We've got to keep pushing ahead. And that's why I feel like in the fast, the Lord really kind of took me out of just, you know, looking at the natural things about the audits and, you know, what Mike Lindell saying. And God bless every one of them. I love those people. I mean, I'm not 
speaking against them, but he really showed me like, Todd, you got to battle this in the spirit. And, and, you know, it's not about, listen, God can do whatever he wants. And I believe this is a shaking moment. This is a separation of the wheat from the chaff. This is a moment of separation where the Lord is literally separating the sheep from the sheep. He's separating the sheep from the goats. This is a defining moment in the church. It's a shaking and he's allowing this to happen for a reason. And so even though it's painful to us and it's like, oh my gosh, like, oh, you know, but it's like the American church was not ready for persecution. The American church was very apathetic, was very weak. Let's just be honest. You know, and so the Lord is allowing this time for us to go deeper, to get stronger in our faith, to, to understand the battle that is not against flesh and blood, to learn spiritual warfare, to learn the weapons of our warfare. He's training us. He's equipping us. He's a good father. He's a gracious father. And so he's given us this time because he knew that the American church was not ready. And do I believe that the Lord can move? Yes. And that's why we're going to pray without ceasing. And we're believing that the Lord is going to do what it says in Psalm 64. He's going to do what it says in 2 Chronicles 7.14. He's going to do what he says in Joel chapter 2. But there's an action on our part as well as the ecclesia on what we're meant to do. We can't just sit back with the popcorn. You know, there's some people that are saying, sit back with the popcorn, watch, enjoy the show. No, that's not what the Lord is saying. And if somebody's telling you that, they're lying to you. What God wants us to do is to be active, to be involved, to be the church, to be the ecclesia, to be the head, not the tail. Don't forsake the assembling together of the brethren. Lay hands on the sick and they'll be healed in the name of Jesus. Go deeper in our faith. Use the weapons of our warfare. Some things only through prayer and fasting. Fasting, contending, travailing, standing on the promise of God. Life and death is in the power of the tongue. Speaking words of life. You know, all these different things that we can be doing and I believe that that's why the Lord is allowing this shaking so that we can learn, you know, spiritual warfare, understand it, understand deliverance. This nation needs deliverance. This is wicked, demonic stuff that's trying to take over this nation. And, and wherever you're watching in the world, there's a, there's a spirit of Antichrist that's rising in the world. And so God is teaching us and equipping his remnant, his ecclesia, his real church to be people that know spiritual warfare, that understand it. Amen. Amen. Uh, Karen, you said we have a federal election going on in Canada right now. Yes, Karen, we are praying. We're praying so hard for Canada and that, that Trudeau is ousted, that, you know, for Californians, that Gavin Newsom is ousted. You know, uh, we just watched in New York, you know, Cuomo had to resign. You know, we're praying that what's been done in darkness will be brought to light, that the Lord will continue to reveal, that he will continue to expose. Because ultimately, we have to understand you know, God will not be mocked. And these people that have got away with all this corruption, we're praying that what's been done in darkness will be brought to light. And of course, that's also talking about Trudeau and people like Trudeau, you know, amen. Um, hallelujah. We're praying for you guys. We are definitely praying for you guys. Uh, please explain to people Romans 13 is so often misread and mistaught. We are not to respect an evil government. Good word, Brenda. That's right. You know, here's the easiest way to look at that. Uh, you know, if we cannot obey tyrannical things, we cannot, we, tyranny, we're not meant to go and, you know, uh, obey tyrants. You know, that's not what we're meant to do. The word of God usurps the law of the land. The word of God is over the law of the land. So we cannot, you know, uh, just because the law of the land or some tyrant somewhere is saying you need to do this or do that. We, you know, our faith is more important. The word of God is more important. And, and there's going to be a time Maybe not now, but sometime in the future where we're going to have to make some really big decisions based on our faith. And, and we can, we're going to be like Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. That's a prime example. Anybody that's telling you Romans 13, Romans 13, well, you tell them, wait a minute, what about Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego? They didn't bow down to tyrants. That's what we're dealing with. We're dealing with an a, a oppressive spirit, a spirit that's literally a spirit of Antichrist that's trying to tell churches they can't meet, that's trying to you know, say that certain elements of Christianity are hate speech that are, you know, saying that the Bible is hate speech. It's just going to keep going because this is a spirit of Antichrist. So for us to just, you know, comply with that, no, I'm not going to comply with that. So we have to use wisdom and discernment and faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of God. So the more time that we spend in the word of God and we know what the word of God says, we're going to understand how to decipher. So if somebody just puts up Romans 13, Romans 13, well, yeah, but what about all the other things in the Bible? So, you know, it, that is basically saying, you know, if it's in accordance with the word of God, of course, be a good citizen, you know, obey the laws of the land, don't be a murderer, don't, you know, go against the Ten Commandments, do it. But it's, when it becomes a tyrant, 
How silly would that be? That would be like using the excuse of Hitler. Well, Hitler's in power, so we have to obey Hitler because that's what Romans 13 says. Really? How, would you be okay with that? No, of course not. We're not going to obey a dictator, a tyrant. You know, you got to be wise about it. You got to be strategic about it. But the bottom line is you got to stand for the word of God because that's who we are as people of faith. The word of God is the same yesterday, today, and forever. So just because the government says it's okay to murder a baby, well, the word of God doesn't say that. So I'm going to stand by the word of God. So it's just, it's silly the people that are just using the Romans 13 because they're taking it out of context. They're only looking at one aspect of it. You've got to look at the Bible in the, in the entirety of what the Bible says. And a, and a clear example, which they would say is, is not Romans 13, is Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. Everybody was supposed to bow, right? Bow. And they said, no, we're not bowing. We're not going to bow to Nebuchadnezzar. We're not going to bow to the prophets of Baal. We're not going to bow to, you know, all this evil stuff, the idols of this world. We're not going to bow. And, and that's, that's throughout the Bible. That's throughout the Bible. So we need to stand. We can't bow down to the things of this world, if that makes sense, if they go against the word of God. Uh, Maureen, you said, can we help? Uh, thank you, Maureen. I mean, definitely your prayers, your support is huge. Um, I mean, we've got a good grasp on, you know, we're, we're, we're handling everything, but it's just a lot, you know, it's just a lot. So, and our ministry is on the, you know, the target list of this government, you know, they, they know about us and, you know, they got their eyes on us. So we have to be very careful how we operate. Um, you know, they're considering certain things, you know, crazy stuff right now. I mean, I can't even talk about it, but just, you know, they're calling good evil and evil good. They're, they're seeing people that are outspoken like myself and they're trying to label us certain labels if you know what I mean. Uh, my brother Rick, Pastor Rick, he said, bring it in the name of Jesus. They are about to make every remnant warrior of the Lord financially free. Amen. Don't comply. The Constitution still stands. Private businesses can do all they want, but the government won't be able to, to back them up. Private companies will be held accountable in court if they fire you because of medical privacy laws. Stay in prayer, faith over fear. I'm Pastor Rick from Fort Worth, Texas. I will help anyone. God bless. Awesome, Rick. Well, thank you so much for your words, and I agree with you 100%, brother. Thank you for being a remnant warrior, man. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Bonnie, you said, uh, will they lower the age group for the Vs for children 10 and under because I want to put my children in homeschool? Um, I Listen, I, I'm a big advocate of homeschool. Um, I think if you're able to homeschool, that's good because, unfortunately, the government schools these days are teaching some very egregious curriculums that I think are divisive. Um, I think they're socialist, communist, Marxist. And so if you have the ability to homeschool, I think that's wisdom. Uh, many parents are not able to because of their job and their situation. That's understandable. In that case, you know, we need to be involved. We need to be looking at, you know, what they're learning and, and, and teaching them the truth, spending time with our kids, giving them the word of God, equipping them, discipling them, mentoring them. Um, and also, you know, make sure that you're watching, you know, what your kid is watching. You know, uh, I know for my little daughter, I mean, you know, sometimes on YouTube, she'll be watching something and all of a sudden something bad will come up on her little children's videos. So we've got to be watching everything that they're doing. And I know it's, it's extra work sometimes. Praying for them is super important. Be an intercessor for your kids, uh, but be as involved in their life as you can. And I know some of you are single parents and I know it's very difficult with working and all the different things. But be as involved as you can. It's a ministry. Being a parent is a ministry. It's one of the most important ministries out there. We're raising up uh, our future leaders in the body of Christ. And they're, they're going to have even a, a more difficult battle than we do. So uh, it's super important that we pour into their lives. If you're able to put them in the best situation possible for their schooling, uh, maybe it's not homeschool. Maybe it's a Christian school or, you know, do, do what you can. But definitely be involved. Be active. Disciple them. Do what you can. Because this is the most important thing. Our children are so, so important. Thank you, Margo. Appreciate you. Uh, Sherry, thank you so much. I, I appreciate all of your heart. And uh, I'll do, uh, do everything I can. Yeah, Laura, uh, Google is not going to show you remnant.news. But it's very easy. Just go to www.remnant.news. So news is like, you know, on some websites where it's like .com. This website is .news. So that's actually the URL is remnant.news. Super simple. And you should have no problem once you click on that and put that in the URL. Um, let's see, Leah, thank you so much for your prayers. I appreciate it. Uh, hey, Kim, yeah, we're going to be praying for Cheryl Salem. I've been praying for her and uh, just that she gets every treatment that she needs. And it's so upsetting to hear so many people that are in these hospitals that are not getting 
all the different treatments that are available. Uh, that's another thing that we're dealing with uh, quite extensively as well. We're getting a lot of calls, a lot of emails about situations like that. Uh, and that's why I would tell you the, 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 the virus is real. Uh, I, you know, the people that are saying it's not real, you know, there's obviously a lot of monkey business going on with a bunch of different things. And we've kind of laid a lot of that out in the podcast over the last many months and last year. But, you know, we do have to understand it is real. And there also are effective treatments that are being used in Japan, uh, India, other places, despite what they tell you, other than, you know, the V. So, uh, so be educated on those things. Somebody mentioned frontline doctors earlier. That's a good, good resource. There's, there's several others out there as well. I got to be careful because, you know, they want to take down my accounts on here. Um, Brenda, praying for you. Thank you so much. I know your heart is heavy. Yes, it is today. I will, I will be honest with you. It's, it's, it's heavy right now and I do need your prayers. Uh, thank you so much, Kim. Appreciate you so much. Everybody that's saying they want to help. I just appreciate you. Thomas, love you. Thank you. Brenda, thank you. Uh, Jill, you said, are there exemptions that apply to our testing? Um, yes, there are. Um, I, you know, you can go to uh, lc.org or pacificjustice.org. I've talked to both those lawyers on my show. YouTube actually took down my interview with Matt Staver, if you would believe it. Of course, we believe it because we know. Uh, but yeah, they took down my interview with him. But he was talking about this, that there are um, you know, Brad Dacus was also talking about this from Pacific Justice on the interview. If you go to remnant.news, that there's uh, an article that says everything you need to know about the V, and it's got a picture of like the blue, you know, it looks like the virus, it's blue. Go on to that article and you'll see my interviews with both those gentlemen, and they talk about the very question that you're talking about. But yes, there are exemptions to that, yes. Um, Elaine, it makes me sick to my stomach. Thank you, Todd. I know, Elaine, trust me, I hear you. I mean, you know, I wish I had better news. And that's why, like, some of the people that are out there, at least these podcasters and influencers and people that are telling you to sit back and get the popcorn and they're, you know, laughing and ha-ha, it's all a show and everything. I, I'm starting to get a little more of a righteous anger because I feel like they're really misleading a lot of people in the body of Christ that, that, are, that are believing that. They're misleading a lot of people. So we need to make sure that we're testing the spirits and that we're using discernment. And I'm not, I'm not by any means uh, not holding the line or giving up or, you know, I definitely believe the Lord is going to move, but I think there's some things that we need to do that God is waiting on us that he wants us to do. And so that, that's, what's been on my heart. It's what came out of this fast was just like, you know, the Lord is saying we need to, this is a, a second Chronicle seven fourteen moment. You know, this is, this is a defining moment for the church, for the body of Christ. And the Lord wants us to do something here. And so we can't just sit back and do nothing. You know, the Lord wants us to be the church to be the head and not the tail, to come out and to lead and to spiritually lead and to speak about sin and to talk about the truth because it's the truth that sets the captive free. We've been commissioned as people of God. We've been given a great commission. That great commission is to go and to make disciples of all the nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Do I believe that miracle signs and wonders are able to happen today? Yes. Why? Because I've seen it so many times in my personal life. Do I believe the Lord goes before us? Yes. Do I be, why do I keep doing what I'm doing? Because I know the Lord is with us even until the end of the age. He will not leave us. He will not forsake us. Even if at some point I'm thrown into a jail or whatnot, whatever. You know what? God will be with me like the Apostle Paul. I find my strength and my peace and my rest in him. Hallelujah. We put on the full armor of God. Uh, Annette, you said, uh, heard some companies are refusing the exemptions. Yeah, I've heard that too. Um, that's where you got to get one of these legal companies like LC.org, these organizations, or PacificJustice.org. And you got to listen, this is a battle. You know, we're going to have to go in this battle and fight this battle. That's what I'm talking about, about being actionable. And I'm not here to speak down to anybody. We're all in this together. I'm just here saying, look, like this is a battle. Like it's go time. This is it. You know, it's not, that, that's why it's not a sit back with the popcorn thing or whatever. It's not to sit back with you know, these people getting on the live chat. I watch some of them and they're like laughing. Ha, ha, ha. It's so funny. Wait till you see what. The, wait a minute. What are you talking about? Because I've talked to the president, you know, President Trump's closest people. <laughs> and they, they've told me, tell your people the truth. I don't know who these other podcasters and people are talking to. I, I think they're sitting home somewhere in their, in their basement and, and listening to some other person who's bloviating. You know, and I'm by, by all means, I'm not here to tell you there's no hope. But I'll tell you, if you want to get a real big audience and a bunch of followers, then you just give them a bunch of hopium. Oh, sit back with the popcorn. You know, if you want to get a bunch of followers, that's what you do. 
If you want to be a grifter and all that, that's fine. You know what? You're going to have to answer to the Lord. I have to answer to the Lord. I'm going to tell you the truth. I'm in this for a long-term relationship. I'm not in this for a short-term relationship. This is a long-term relationship. I'm here to tell you the truth, and I'm here to tell you what we can actually do and how we can not only succeed, but we can thrive and we can win. And that's what we're going to do as a remnant community. I'm not going to pull any punches. I'm going to share the truth with you. Some of you may not like it. Some of you may hate me for it, but I love you too much to tell you a lie. I love you too much to give you hopium. So I'm going to tell you the truth of the situation, and I believe that we can win this, and I believe that we're seeing we're already in the beginning parts of a great harvest and a great move of God. I've seen it too much. My friend Gilad and I, we went around the country and evangelized here in the United States, and we saw the Lord moving in miracle signs and wonders. I know God is willing. I know he's able, but I also know what it takes to get there, spending time in the secret place. You know, it's about the anointing. The anointing breaks the yoke of bondage. Sorry, I'm getting like a million texts right now. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. So my faith isn't shaken. My faith is we're on the winning team. I may look tired right now because I need some rest, but I know what team I'm on. I'm on the winning team. I'm on team God. I'm not on the fallen archangels team that tries to attack me and malign me and accuse me and all that. I'm not, that's not who I am. I'm on the winning team. I'm on the king of kings, the Lord of lords team. Hallelujah. I'm on the winning team. My name is written in the Lamb's book of life. I'm on my way to rule and reign with Christ for eternity. How, how many of you can agree? How many of you say amen, right? Hallelujah. Uh, Priscilla, I'm American living in Canada, but moving back soon. I'm dual citizenship, brother. Please keep me in your prayers for mercy travels. Hallelujah, Priscilla. We will do that in Jesus' name. I just pray favor on Priscilla. I pray your blessing, your favor that you'd be with her in this season, that you would be her rod and her staff that you lead her, Lord, direct her, guide her in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Uh, Sherry, you said on the medical exemption, I'm hearing it has to be what the CDC recommends, which is extremely limited. Yes. Good, good comment, Sherry. That's why in our guidance on remnant.news, we are very specific about how you need to word this and what you need to say. And uh, I would be very, very uh, attentive to that because that's why people are getting denied is because they're not wording it correctly. So you're right about that. Uh, hey, Amy, good to see you. Barbara, Heather, Kathy, Christy, Susan, hallelujah, Mary, Barbara. Let me see if there's any other questions on here. Always pray for you and your family. Thank you so much, Angela. Thank you so, so much. Uh, let's see here. I'm still in Facebook jail for speaking the truth, uh, testing this to see if I can see it. Laura, I can see it. Hallelujah. Uh, let's see here. Who else has a question? Question. Hey, Daphne, good to see you. Hallelujah. I just remember Trump is not our savior. Jesus is. That's right. You know, uh, I was just at a really cool lunch with a good friend, and we were talking about that very thing. You know, he said, would well, you still like President Trump? Yeah, I was one of his most, uh, you know, uh, outspoken uh, supporters in the Christian faith community. Uh, I saw the situation at hand here in the United States. It was between two choices, and I was very much a supporter based upon the platform, and based upon what President Trump was saying and doing. And, and now we're looking at, you know, the consequence of, of what a different type of leader looks like. And it's very egregious and it's very concerning. And so, uh, but ultimately our battle is fought in the spirit. Our battle is not against flesh and blood. And we can't look to Trump or to, you know, uh, General Flynn, all people I love, you know, uh, Mike Lindell, these are great patriots, but we can't look to them to fight our battles. You know, God is calling us to fight the battle. He's calling us to rise up. This is an activation moment. We can't rely on other people. We can't hang on and hoping that maybe this will be the answer. That'll be the answer. God is shaking his church. This is a defining moment right now, friends. And I think it's becoming more and more clear what he wants of us. You know, I know a great church here in Nashville, Regeneration, my good friends. And I'll tell you, you know what? They, I went to one of their prayer meetings one day and it was powerful. And I, I enjoyed, I wish I could go to every one of their prayer meetings, but as I see the growth in that church and that ministry and those pastors, I will tell you what you see on the outside, there's something going on on the inside that, that's getting it to where it needs to be, to where the anointing is, to why the Lord is moving. And I'm speaking about the, the church as a whole. You know, if, if we're spending time in the secret place, you're going to see outwardly the Lord is going to bless. There's going to be an anointing. You know, we're going to be changing the atmosphere. That, and the other people are wondering, why is, why is the Lord's favor on this person? Why is the Lord expanding their territory? Why is the Lord anointing them? Well, I'll tell you what. I mean, here's the secret. You want to know the secret? It's spending time in the secret place. 
It's inquiring of the Holy Spirit. It's fasting and praying, consecrating ourselves, getting out leaven from our lives. Be ye holy, for I am holy. The Lord is coming back for a church without spot nor wrinkle. So this is our job. This is what he wants of us. Hallelujah. He does win in the end. You're right. He wins. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Todd, what do you say to people uh, who say they don't get involved in civilian affairs, as in Timothy? You know what? Those people are just that. You know what that is, Laura? I'm going to be honest with you. Those people, that's a cop-out is what that is. It's a cop-out. And the, the reason why we're in the place that we're in as a nation and a world is because of that thought process. That, that's what that is. If they say to you, oh, we shouldn't get involved in this, that, you know what? God bless you. If you want to sit there and do nothing, that's up to you. But you know what? As for me and my house, as for what God is calling us to do is to be bold, to go out. The apostle Paul was bold. Jesus was bold. He turned over tables. Come on. Okay. Uh, you know, you look at Daniel, you look at the, the prophets, uh, they were bold. They spoke things that people probably didn't want to hear. They gave warnings, prophetic warnings. You know, every prophecy is not just encouragement. Oh, you're going to have a bigger ministry. You're going to be blessed. You're going to have favor. That's, you know what? If that's the only prophecy you're hearing, you're not, you're not probably hearing from a real prophet because real prophets say bold things that are warnings as well. And, you know, the if my people who are called by my name, that was an if my people, like if you do this. Some of these prophecies from these, these legit prophets, I'm not talking about the false prophets, but the legit prophets, those are, that's God's perfect will. I believe God has a perfect will, but sometimes, you know, the people of Israel, they were, they were thrown into captivity. Look at uh, when they were thrown into Babylonian captivity, when they were thrown into, was it 70 years? Uh, when they were thrown into the Egypt, you know, I mean, that was allowed by the Lord because they, they lost their first love and they got off course and they, there was leaven compromise. Look at the church of Laodicea in Revelation. God is coming back for, he wants a church without spot or wrinkle. He's looking for the church of Philadelphia on fire people. So these people that say these things, that's just them really giving an excuse so that they can go on with their 501c3 and they can have, you know, they're not having, you know, they, why don't they have the warfare that I'm dealing with? And I'm not trying to boast or anything, but guys that are outspoken, pastors that are outspoken, we're going through spiritual warfare. That's why I got bags under my eyes, okay? And God bless, Jesus is with me. I feel his presence. But, you know, to those of you that are saying, you, notice, you noticeably look tired, yeah. But the thing is, is that, yeah, we're dealing with spiritual warfare, but ultimately I'm walking in victory because I, I am in victory. Hallelujah. And those people that don't, just don't want to say anything, God bless you, but, you know, some of y'all are going to be removed from ministry. You're going to be removed from ministry because the Lord is looking for lions and generals and bold people. Amen. Hallelujah. Uh, we must go. Oh, we must fight in the spirit. Amen. Yes. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. I feel the anointing right now. Thank you, Lord. It's a heavy spirit. We have to stand in Jesus name. That's right, Glenda. That's right. Don't look back. Don't surrender. Don't cave. Don't capitulate. We're standing on the promise of God, which is yes. And amen. Hope and a future. He made us fearfully and wonderfully. Thank you, Lord. He's equipped us. He's given us the resources. He wants to anoint us. He wants to see us taken out of captivity. He wants this land to be restored, to go back to our first love, Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Um, somebody said, if you're talking about Kat Kirsch, she does major spiritual warfare, but also celebrates with angels. Yeah, eat popcorn. I don't know Kat Kerr. Um, I know who she is very vaguely. Uh, I don't follow her. I don't listen to what she's saying. Um, you know, when I talk about a legit prophet, uh, you know, I think there's some legit people out there. I, I'll just mention one that I love is my friend, Pastor Kent Christmas. I know him personally. I know his wife personally. Uh, I know how they live. Um, they live sincerely for the Lord. They love the Lord. I know he spends time with the Lord. To me, I think he's somebody that I, I believe the Lord is speaking to. There's, there's many others I can name, but I'm not going to. Uh, but there are some people that I just don't listen to at all. And I know some of you might, but I don't. Um, you know, I, I do believe there's some legit prophets that I know, and there are several, there are many that have given prophetic words that some people are saying, well, that hasn't come to pass. And you know what? We don't know the time. We don't know the hour. God is always moving behind the scenes. Sometimes a prophetic word is given and it doesn't happen for years. Other times a prophetic word is given and it's God's intention or perfect will, but there's a warning attached to it, or he wants us to do something like repent, like the people of Nineveh, they chose to repent. 
The people of Sodom and Gomorrah, they did not. So it was destroyed. So sometimes I think we're at a moment of decision right now where you, we could see God's perfect will and his intended will for our nation, but we could also see calamity. We could also go into a much darker, you know, into captivity. And I believe God has given us grace in this season. And we have this grace, but what are we going to do with it? Are we going to respond? Are we going to do what we're supposed to do, right? Amen. Uh, darkness is being exposed. I agree with that. Daniel opened his windows wide so the government could see he would not comply. That's right, Laura. Amen. Amen. And there, there's multiple situations like that in the word of God. Like I said, Meshach, Shadrach, and Abednego. Um, Daphne, you said, yes, what's done in darkness must be brought to light. Amen. I believe it in Jesus' name. We're de declaring and decreeing and believing. Uh, amen. Let the world know who we serve and pray to. Let the redeemed of the Lord say so. Amen. And call upon the name of the Lord and we shall be saved. Right? Amen to that. Um, let's see. Why are, let's see, Catherine, you said, why are all the Republicans so weak? <laughs> uh, no way the Democrats would allow this feckless demonic stuff to happen in reverse. Well, yeah, I mean, I agree with you. Um, what President Trump was able to expose in his time is, is that there is a lot of rhinos, Republicans in name only, and there's a lot of people out there that say that they're defending us, they're standing for us, but they're not. And so that's why there's this movement right now to get these America First candidates in there, to get some real game-changing people in there. We got to, uh, you know, get these other people out. We got to primary them out. But, you know, they're being exposed left and right. This is a season of exposure. Look at all the exposure right now. I mean, the church, you know, the, separating the sheep from the sheep and the sheep from the goats uh, you know, there's a big separation, the wheat from the chaff. In government, you're seeing right now who the fraudsters are and who the real people are. This is a, an expose. Imagine if this season didn't happen. I believe the Lord is allowing this season to happen so that we can see these things very clearly. Those of us that are walking in wisdom and discernment, very clearly. Amen? Hallelujah. Uh, the left never sleeps and, and the I'll do anything to win. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know... Um, the devil is seeking to destroy this nation. He's seeking to destroy this nation. But God, but God, remember the, the scripture that we read, you know, uh, am I going to have to, don't make me pull out the Psalm 64 decree here because I will pull it out. You know, I got Joel 2, Psalm 64, 2 Chronicles seven fourteen on my desk. You better believe it because all those scriptures are very, very important scriptures. Let me see if I can find the uh, Psalm 64 because, you know, this is it, guys. This is it. I mean, th this is it. It's now or never. It's go time. You know, and we're believing uh, that the Lord... Okay, here we go. Psalm 64, verse 7. Psalm 64, verse 7. But God will shoot them with his arrows. They will suddenly be struck down. He will turn their own tongues against them and bring them to ruin. All who see them will shake their heads in scorn. All people will fear. They will proclaim the works of the Lord and ponder at what he's done. Hallelujah. See, we're standing on the promise of God. We're not standing on the promise of some YouTuber or some you know, podcaster or some influencer. We're standing on the promise of God. What about Joel 2? What about Joel 2? I mean, that is such a powerful verse of scriptures there. I mean, it's, it's just amazing. You know, um, let me see if I can see what, what I wanted to read here. In, in, in Joel 2.12, it says, Even now, declares the Lord, return to me with all your heart, with fasting and with weeping and with mourning. Rend your heart and, that, and not your garments. Return to the Lord your God, for he's gracious and compassionate, slow to anger and abounding in love. And he relents from sending calamity. Who knows? He may turn and relent and leave behind a blessing, grain offerings and drink offerings. For the Lord your God, blow the trumpet in Zion. Declare a holy fast. You know, I mean, call a sacred assembly. Gather the people. Consecrate at the assembly. Bring together the elders. Gather the children. You know, I and mean, this is what the Lord wants. He's given us all the tools, all the resources. It's not, it's not the podcaster that some people are listening to. That every day we wait to see what hopium he gives us. The Lord is our hope. The Lord is our shepherd. This is a defining moment. God wants his church to understand our ability, our, what we're able to do. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. That's what he wants. That's what he wants. Jessica said, yes, they are looking into the children under 11. Yeah, they are. Sure they are. Of course they are. Of course they are. 
They have a wicked plan. They have a wicked agenda. Uh, yes, watch over the children. Amen. Uh, Lori said even Disney is getting demonic. Well, yeah, it's been demonic. I hate to tell you. It's been demonic. There's a lot of real, you know, messianic stuff there that, you know, if you, if you do a deep dive in it, it's shocking. It's shocking because there's an agenda. There's a wicked agenda. Shelby, you said, I hear the COVID mandates will come down for parents if their children are in public school. There's a lot of people saying things out there that we can't confirm. That's one of them. But Shelby, it sure does seem like they're trying to tighten in the, the reins, aren't they? But, you know, we got to stand our ground. That's where this whole lions and generals thing, right? We're standing our ground. We're pushing back. We're doing what we know to do. Hallelujah. But I think wisdom, we need to operate in wisdom as, as parents, as people of God, as grandparents. We need to be watchmen, like you said, Shelly, watchmen on the wall. Thank you, Gwen. Uh, Gwen you're a blessing too. Uh, bless you, Norma. Thank you. Um, let's see what else we got here. Man, family is one of the seven mountains. That's, yeah, we got we to gotta stand with, you know, family is super important. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Bonnie, you said that, yes, that's exactly what's happening. My aunt, we requested specific medications for my aunt and they denied her medication twice. You know, I am hearing the most wildest, wicked things from pharmacies, doctors, hospitals. Um, uh, let's see here. So Biden plans COVID-19 vaccine Oh, my goodness. Uh, let me read sector workers. 80 million private sector workers just across the wire. Just across the wire right now. 80 million private sector workers. Okay, friends, buckle up. Buckle up. This is going to be a fight. This is going to be a fight. Buckle up. Help, help us if you can. We need your help. We need your support. Please. Please, Shelby, you said, uh, pray for my oldest son. He was just administered to the hospital with COVID, double pneumonia. Okay, we'll definitely, let's pray for him right now in the name of Jesus and by the power of your Holy Spirit. We just pray for Shelby's son. Uh, Lord, that your, your angels would be around him, that you do a supernatural healing in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. By the power of your Holy Spirit, Lord God, that where he is right now, he'd feel your presence and that there'd be a swift healing in Jesus' name. A swift healing in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Lord, protect this young man. Protect him in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. Please keep us posted, Shelby. Thank you. Uh, take horse medication. That's what Daphne's saying. Well, I'll just leave that comment because they're going to take down my page here. Uh, Kim, you said, thank you for your service. Hallelujah. Thank you. And by the way, if they do take down my page, please go to toddcoconato.com slash find me. toddcoconato.com slash find me. We know that the day is coming. It could be sooner than later. Uh, yes, I do. I do go to Rumble. Uh, Kay, great, great suggestion. I'm on Rumble. Everybody, Todd Coconato Show, right on Rumble. Every one of these videos is up there. If you see me gone from Facebook, I'll be on Rumble. I'll be on Telegram. I'll be at ToddCoconato.com. We need to stay in touch. This is an underground community that the Lord has brought together, a remnant underground army. That's what this is. And we're not a we're not a militant army. We're a prayer warrior army. We're a spiritual army, a people of faith, a people of God. We're not violent. We're not anti-government. We're people of God that are standing on the word. Well, Facebook has been freezing every video I've been watching. Yeah, that's happening a lot for sure. Uh, keep the faith. Thank you. Yes, stand firm. Amen. We will. We're not going to back down. Thank you, Jesus. Preach good, sir. Thank you, Lucinda. Appreciate you. Thank you. Uh, Norma, uh, Yeshua, Adonai, yes, yes, Jesus is Lord, he is Lord, King of Kings, the King of Kings, hallelujah, um, I'm on the battlefield for the Lord, good job, Daphne, thank you, uh, Glenda, you said, I'm about to go to Facebook jail again, <laughs> I think we all are, <laughs> uh, we want truth, amen, Catherine, thank you, thank you, uh, Daphne, you said, I'd like to know who you're referring to about sitting back laughing and eating popcorn, um, you know, here's the thing. I know that people want me to like name names, but I'm not trying to get into like some big war with some of these people that are in circles that I'm connected to because it's just not worth it right now. I got, I'm fighting the deep state. I'm fighting all these other fronts. I, you know, I got to pick and choose my battles guys. You know what I'm saying? But if you hear somebody that's out there and they're just saying, you know, don't do anything or, you know, you, you get in your spirit, like a check in your spirit about what they're saying. 
Listen, what I'm trying to do is, you know, we need to go deep in our faith. We need to be people of, you know, uh, of discernment and wisdom, asking the Holy Spirit. The Bible says, test the spirits. You know, if I name one, I would miss 20 or 30 or 40 or 50. So what good would that do, right? I mean, I have to go through a list of hundreds. So it's, it's not even worth it because then I just have more enemies and more people trying to take me down. And what's the point? I'm already, I'm already in a huge battle. So, you know, I got to pick and choose my battles, folks. You know what I'm saying? But, but what I would say is, you know, if I thought it was effective for me to, I mean, once in a while, I'll call somebody out. I mean, I call out people, don't get me wrong. But, you know, in this particular case, there's hundreds. I mean, I just go on Telegram. There's like all these channels of all these people claiming all this stuff. And most of what they're saying is a bunch of empty promises and nonsense. And yet a bunch of people are following. They got hundreds of thousands of followers. So we have to learn to be people of discernment and of wisdom and test the spirits and know, you know, and we can only do that through the, the discernment. That's why I say discernment is like one of the most important things, discernment, wisdom, you know, and this is what God wants us to be equipped. You know what I'm saying? Um, okay, I would like to know who you're... Okay, I just read that one. Thank you for that comment, though, by the way. Uh, Bonnie, yes, we have already crossed the Red Sea, and we're on the other side. Amen. Hallelujah. Kim, yes, thank you. Uh, Glenda, I'm going to have to go in a second here, but uh, let's see here. I'm just trying to answer all these questions. Discernment, yes. Hallelujah. Good, good comment, Brenda. Um, I'm almost done. I'm almost done. Okay. So I, I'm being told I need to go, guys. I'm so sorry. But we've been on this for a while. I love you guys. You can email me, Todd.Coconado, Todd.Coconado at rlcus.org. Try to get back to you as soon as I can. Bless you guys. Uh, I'll be on again soon. Have a great day. And we talk. We love you guys. Bye.